Hi, everybody. Hi there. This is Holly. And Daniel. And you are listening to Halfway Things. Hope everyone's had um, a good week mm-hmm. so far. It'll be Monday when you listen to it, but... Or after. You don't have to listen to it right away. I mean, who's not looking for this Who's first not thing anxiously Monday? waiting for us to publish this podcast? No one. That's the answer. <laughs> <laughs> I'm uh, like that with some podcasts. Oh, I know. If I, I can so remember what I. day they come on. Sometimes I get them mixed up and I'm, and I'm disappointed. <laughs> well, I hope that people wait for ours. That would be nice. That would be nice. Let's just pretend they do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we had a pretty great week. You know, it was crazy. A very busy week. Mm-hmm. I had a very busy week at work. I think I had to work late, like three or four nights out of the week. Mm-hmm. Not like a ton, but like. <laughs> some which which is the worst i know when you go from c- coming home every single day at the sa- exact same time yeah. to then coming home 30, 30 minutes. minutes late it's brutal but it's also that's the time when like the boys are most uh rambunctious yes the nice thing is that uh last week was our first week with a babysitter yeah we finally found one mm-hmm. which is harder than you'd think Ugh. Because we would, we, Hollywood, we've been like talking about this and trying to figure this out for a while, but. For like three or four months. Yeah. Holly, so that she can get more work done during the day, was looking for someone to watch the kids for like two hours, a couple days a week, but from two to four, because both are up from their naps at some point around around two. two, And then I get home at four. So she just needed that afternoon time to work. But if you think about typical babysitters, like high school kids can't work two to four. Mm Mm-mm. Um, if you have another job, you're probably not going to be free at two. In college students, they would be the ones who would be available, but it was hard to find any. Yeah, and a lot of people want more than just two days a week. Right, yeah. So, it, yeah, that's the other thing. So they don't want to just drive out here twice mm-hmm. a week or it's not worth their while. So the same day where I interviewed a sitter, well, that's a terrible way to start this. <laughs> yeah, it's like, so on the same day I had hot dogs for lunch. <laughs> No, I had, so I had this one sitter come and interview and everything was going like, okay, it wasn't the best interview. But then in the last like 10 minutes, she's like, Hey, can I have a sip of water? My throat's really sore. Cause I was out at this party at a strip club last night. It's like, <laughs> within, like record scratch. Yeah. <laughs> within a shot to was, the boy. Those are tires screeching. Record <laughs> scratch, by the way. Wicka, wicka. No, <laughs> that's a Pokemon. I think. <laughs> The DJ's I know. Wiggle, I, wiggle, okay, wow. we can't. No, <laughs> let's just stop. We can't make that noise, okay? okay? I'm okay with it. You're okay with it. Let's just move oh, on. Okay. But um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, big red flag that she's talking about that like openly in front of the boys, and mm. I was like, okay, well, at least I'm glad that this came up in our yeah. first interview. Um, and then that night, I talked with. Uh, we have a pediatric nurse who is going to be our sitter, which is an awesome. It is, yeah, awesome we're alternative. Like, we're, yeah, <laughs> so it's been great. So Holly, and because of that, I got home late, and Holly wasn't throwing things at me from the front porch, <laughs> which she usually does. Of course, mm-hmm. but I um, also realized that just for my own well-being to have four hours total from her helping me that last week. Um, I had a lot more patience. I was more kind. Mm-hmm. I um, valued my time with the boys more. So it was like it was nice because I, 
I don't get any separation um, from them, which like I love them and I don't want to be separated from them. But it's them, like but all it's day also long. For, you need, yeah, just like a I just need break. a breather. Yeah, yeah. Uh, to be able to do things on my own terms. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna do things my way. <laughs> <laughs> but it just is good for the brain. Yeah. It was good. But last week was busy, crazy. We had lots of, we, had, we were very ambitious. We were like, we're definitely going to record a podcast that week. And I was like, I'm going to write like five blog posts and it's going to be great. Uh, if you didn't notice, we didn't do any of those things. <laughs> no blog posts, no podcast. Um, I had this great idea for a podcast. And then <laughs> one long discussion slash argument later, <laughs> we decided not to do it. Well, no, it was just. It wasn't a great topic. We decided we, it's, a, it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. Anyway, that would be the outtakes that we didn't record. <laughs> right. <laughs> we'll write them down someday. Huh. All right, but we're in it to win it. We are, as Holly likes to say, we are rocking and rolling oh now. Oh, my God. <laughs> Do you want to know the where that came from? Have I told you where that came from? It came from you. No, it didn't. Oh, you didn't invent it? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's because I was reading the Magnolia story by Chip and Jonah. Oh. And, um, Chip says rocking and rolling. Yeah, yeah. And I just thought it was kind of cool. So I, I thought I'd try it here. <laughs> I thought I'd try it out. And I can't ever work. live it down. So Holly was working, and I was like, um, are you going to be done? I think we told them this story already. Oh, did we? You can say it again in case. Okay. Well, well now I have to. Well, go but now ahead. I'm unsure. I'm sure. Just go. Un- just do it. Unsure about it. Oh. Um, Holly was working, and I was like, oh, are you going to be done soon? And she said, I don't know. I'm kind of rocking and rolling here. I mean, I didn't like shoot finger guns or anything with you <laughs> that I knew of. I think I you did. You did that. slide your sunglasses down. <laughs> Whatever. I pulled uh, it off. I pulled it off really well. Uh huh. Totally. Anywho, you have another word of the week that I oh, I mentioned the other day, but I can't remember it now. Oh man, really? Oh, anyway. The ball anyway. <laughs> We're good. This week's going to be an awesome week. Yes. We're going to be rocking and rolling all week long. <laughs> Just sounds like you're a, like a DJ introducing the next set of Not rocking and 63 rolling. or 60 minute commercial free rock block. <laughs> That's what it feels like, a rock block. Anywho. Anyway. Um, um, so adding to the, not adding to, but as part of the crazy, the craziness crept into the weekend too. Mm-hmm. And this morning we were um, trying to get to mass we usually go to the 9.30 at our parish. And um wasn't anyone's fault specifically. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we ended up not getting being ready in time. And there's a miscommunication. We won't discuss we how, <laughs> how we weren't going to be ready in time. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, so we ended up going to a different parish. And when we got there, we sat down and we, like, realized it's... um it was like the kids, not, it's not specifically the kids mass, but it was like the mass where they have like the children's liturgy, the word. No, it's the kids mass. It is. Cause there's, they have the kids choir. So it's, yeah, uh, totally. The, but it's not like a kid's liturgy. No. So parents are all there. It's right, like right. just a mass with, I think there's like a all separate, the families with younger kids in their, yeah. or go to that mass. Right. Um, I think there is like a separate way to celebrate mass for children though. Okay. Anyway, I'm just, okay. Anyway, so we go there and it's just. I hated it. (laughs) Holly was not a fan. 
It's just a lot less reverent than we're what we're used to. Everyone's chit chatting when we yeah, walk in. And it's very loud and like yeah. So just not our cup of tea. Sorry, I'm such a prude and not sensitive to other people. Uh, yeah, pretty much. I agree. I agree wholeheartedly <laughs> with that. Um, but so yeah, so it was. It was good. It was a valid mass. Let's see. <laughs> But uh, the whole time I was just like grumbling because yeah, I was, was so frustrated with the way it was being celebrated. Mm-hmm. They sang a song that has the, well, the purpose is to be very reverent and slow and, um, I don't know, like kind of expressing desperation for Jesus. And they sing like this hip hop, not hip hop, <laughs> <laughs> definitely not hip hop. It was all poppy and happy. Yeah, it reminded me of the like song they play at the end of SNL when they're saying goodnight to everyone. That like yeah. kind of like jaunty piano. Yeah, yeah, it was jaunty. It was jaunty. It was, it was jaunty quite jaunty. <laughs> That's not what you need to be hearing while you're walking out to receive the Lord. Yeah. I'm sorry. I just was not okay with it. And then at the end of Mass, everybody clapped for the kid choir. And I was like, nope, walking out of here. <laughs> no, I, I'm being silly because it still was Mass and I still had received Christ. So mm-hmm. I was, I still enjoyed it. And mm-hmm. um, yes. You know. I mean, I didn't think you have to yell at everyone, stop having fun <laughs> when you were leaving. That was a bit much. I didn't do Here's that. Here's one thing. Okay. Definite pet peeve of mine. Um, and I've been at like very reverent liturgies where they do this too. And it bugs me. I hate when they sing. It happens a lot with the Gloria. They, um, they like repeat parts of the prayer. Like today, mm-hmm. the Gloria, the like, um, glory to God in the highest, that part, they used it as like a refrain and yeah. kept coming back to it in the middle of it. I want to be like, it's a, it's a prayer. Yeah. Like it's not a song, like a pop song with a chorus. Yeah. But the thing, the funny thing that I was reflecting on today was that like when I first came into the church, I would have loved that. Would be like, oh, good. We're standing up and greeting each other at the beginning of mass. This is good. This is community. This is great. And then today I was like, everyone needs to sit down. <laughs> Shut up and get ready for mass. <laughs> but I was like, guys, don't you know the Lord is up there? Yeah. We got to be talking to him. And we're not being, other. yeah. L- lest do you think we're curmudgeons. We are like Christians should be joyous. But what we're saying is that uh, r- there needs to be some reverence at mass. It's not a big party. Yeah. That, it is, but it's, it's not like It's fine a, for that to be after Mass, and yeah. that's where it's welcome and where mm-hmm. it's, it should be encouraged, and um, that's where that lives. But in the beginning of Mass, when you're preparing yourself to receive the Lord of the universe into your body, you you have to treat that correctly mm-hmm. and as sacred as it is. It's yeah. a big deal. It is a big deal. So you got to get yourself ready. <laughs> And you just, I mean, you just have to acknowledge the presence of the Lord before you. Mm-hmm. And, sorry, no, I'm not. <laughs> she cut herself off. Yep. Three complaint max. Uh, but anyway, so during this Mass, they did the Children's Liturgy of the Word, which if you've never seen at your parish, they, after um, the introductory rites, before the first reading, they have all the kids go into another room and they do like a, I don't know. You did it. I used to you lead used to it. Do it. Yeah. I used to lead it. You didn't lead it. You helped with it a couple of times. No, I led it. I did it by it? myself. Oh, wow. Yeah. Here I <laughs> um, am. Two years later. So they do some sort of activity where they talk, incorporate the readings. You have like readings. a workbook yeah. and you talk about the readings yeah. and um, 
talk about it like on their level. Right. Usually there's a craft mm-hmm. or something. There's definitely coloring. Right. Um, and then they come back after the homily and during the offertory. Yeah. Um, and <laughs> it what? is really sweet to see all the kids try it to find is. their parents. I again. know it is. Sweet. <laughs> They're like lost. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's and like when that was happening, Holly kind of like looked at me and like, like motioned towards Jack, and I was like, no. Yeah, like, I, I like, wouldn't do I that. I don't at, know. We're, I'm so had, lost here. <laughs> if they had it like at our parish, I'd be like, no, I don't think so. Um, and that, just, no, I, we wouldn't send. You, they send the kids up to the front, and then they go into the back of the church for a separate right. Thing. The separate, yeah, yeah. And so we were saying that we were not going to keep Jack there. Yeah, I think that was clear. Things. Just in case you want, <laughs> I sometimes forget what we say, so I, I wanted to make sure. Um, and then afterwards, on the kind of way home, we were talking about it, and just um, how that's like very well intentioned, but we feel like it's just kind of missing the point of being at mass. Yeah, the like the whole mass. I feel like good intentions. Just kind of right. missed the mark. Yeah. Um, you know, you know, you know the phrase. What? The path to hell is paved with good intentions. You ever heard that? Oh, I mean, I've heard it. I just didn't. I didn't know to apply it right now. But that is accurate. <laughs> well, not, not that anyone who's going. Oh, these aren't. No. <laughs> oh, she's. <laughs> I can't stop backing myself into a corner. <laughs> oh, that's very appropriate for all those people in that parish. No. No, no. but sometimes good intentions don't always pan out right or don't lead to <laughs> sanctity like you think yeah um yeah so what, what were you gonna say <laughs> sorry i'm we're a little flustered because <laughs> i keep getting things wrong holly keeps yelling at people like, <laughs> um no that like separating kids for the for the liter- children's liturgy mm-hmm. of the word is not quite where it's quite yeah it's not <laughs> leave something to be desired. <laughs> I would I well, and and this is part of a bigger thing of like there's kind of I wouldn't say like a debate but like definitely varying opinions among Catholics about the place of kids at mass. Mm-hmm. Some of them are like, yeah, bring them, no you know. Um we love them, doesn't matter if they're screaming, throwing things, bring them to mass. Whereas others are like Oh, we have a daycare. They can go in the daycare. Mm-hmm. Or you can take them in the cry room. Yeah, the cry room, which looks like a regular church, but it's all, it's in a soundproof it's, it's area. Like a, yeah, it's like a fish tank filled with toys and other things. Basically like a cry slash distraction room. Right. In some parishes, I'm, there's yeah. not everyone does the same way. No, and so, um, yeah, or you take them in, if they're like being fussy, then you take them in the back. Well, I think those are separate things. I'm well, saying that the idea or. of. But I'm saying, okay. like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. one approach to kids at mass is to take them away, mm-hmm. which I don't, which is bad, <laughs> I think. I think, yeah, I agree. Okay. Oh, good. We're getting somewhere. <laughs> we are really drowning here. We are not rocking and rolling anymore. <laughs> We're, like, light jazzing or something. I don't know. <laughs> it's the opposite of rock, isn't it? That's, um... That's very smooth. So <laughs> oh, that's no, not, not what we're doing. Not smooth jazz. We're like doing light jazz. We're doing Jack's dances right oh, now. Oh, he he does good dances. Though. <laughs> um, no, what what doesn't sit well with me is that the feeling that I then have for if there's a cry room or if there's a children's liturgy or like a separate daycare, mm-hmm. a Sunday school, which of is sorts, like really big, or nursery um, school, or I don't, I can't say really big in all non-catholic churches but like something that seems to be 
uh, a fixture in a lot of like bigger Protestant churches, like non denominational churches. Mm-hmm. I, I think even more so in denominational churches. <laughs> <laughs> You're just saying the opposite of what I'm saying. No, I've seen in non denominational ch- churches, I haven't seen nursery schools as prevalent oh, as in like more traditional. Uh, denominal denomination so like mainstream protestant churches yeah Yeah. um but what if i'm in that situation if there's if there is a nursery school or if there is a cry room or if there is the children's liturgy where you put or send them there in the middle of mass and bring them back the whole time if jack or the boys make any noise i'm like oh that they're they're not welcome here and that like that's such an inconvenience and they're a burden and that um, they're a distraction and they're not welcome. Right. Like if you have, like there's a room called a cry room. If your kid is crying, why isn't he in there? Right. Like it's almost, it doesn't give you the option. Right. Cause it's saying, Hey, this is what you need to do if your kid can't sit for. But hour. I understand like the, the mentality of it is, okay, if I had Jack with me all during mass, then how could I hear anything? How could I pray the prayers? How could I focus on What's actually hap- What's actually truly happening at mass, and that brings up the question. I didn't say begs the question. Good, because that's wrong. <laughs> um, that brings up the question, like, well, what is mass for? Is it for you to be receiving and like everything great, everything to be in the perfect uh, climate for you, or is it? Is there a bigger picture where it really should be all for God? Right. Is it? Is the goal of mass for you to like ex- hear a great homily, or you know, have what's the goal of mass for your fulfillment or for God's worship? Exactly, exactly. Mm-hmm. And so, if you think about it in the latter, for God's worship more, what I remembered your word of the week was it latter? No, you've been saying the former a lot. <laughs> 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 ask Holly what she wants for dinner. Like, oh, we can do chicken legs or we can do spaghetti. And Holly's like, I'm leaning towards the former. <laughs> You have. <laughs> you know, this is, this, is, <laughs> this is life with Daniel, okay? <laughs> you know, I'm like, okay, this. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> it makes me sound so stupid. But I'm just saying this out loud right now. <laughs> no one can hear you. We're at this, like, high register. <laughs> <laughs> I say. <laughs> oh. Why do you have the giggles? Hey, this might be a smart thing. <laughs> so you think you have to like... This might be a smart thing to say. Pick it around. trying to sound smart for you. And then you, that you feel so stupid. <laughs> well, because it's... Just say chicken legs. <laughs> it also takes way longer to say chicken leggers. Oh, okay. <laughs> you say chicken leggers? <laughs> Nothing makes sense anymore. Uh, oh, no. The thing is, like, I wouldn't notice if that was something you said often, but it's just like, I've never heard you say that ever. Uh, I don't, like, I, I don't, I I I don't say these. those things. Like, I might write those things, but. Exactly, you're writing a text. But it makes more, what? You're writing a text. A text? In text. Yeah. Oh, do I say it You verbally? say it out loud. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know about that. <laughs> There's no reason for that. Anyway, back to the, oh, back to the discussion here. Not, let's get off of the topic of me. <laughs> um, 
Okay, so where is it's yes. <laughs> you, you said something about the ladder. Yes. So it should be for God. To, it should It should be geared for the worship of God. Mhm. And does does God view children as a burden? Does God view children and their um you know, quirks? <laughs> <laughs> the quirks of young age. I don't know, their habits, their yeah. um immaturity. Immaturity and whatever. Do they does he view that as an inconvenience and a um distraction? Mm-hmm. I don't think so. No. <laughs> I, I don't think so either. <laughs> but um so here's let me make a uh distinct so I think a lot of people would say, well, if your child is extort like extremely disruptive, it's preventing a lot of people from using that time to pray. Perfect. Which I think is a valid point. And I think if your kid is like screaming their head off, then yeah, take him to the back. Take him to the back. Like manage the situation mm-hmm. get him this is my another phrase i like a lot get him back to base <laughs> you have said that a lot and then get him back out mm-hmm. but they always come back to sit with us right um so i think there is definitely like if your kid is you know disrupting like distracting the whole church i think there's a difference between like being disruptive and just sort of like being there you know yeah with our kids like i try to give them a minute or two and if it you know situates itself mm-hmm. let it be right so like just a minute or whatever yeah everyone everybody get over it <laughs> <laughs> no i'm just kidding but um it's not as disruptive as if it's inconsolable mm-hmm. and um nothing is working like we're sh- shoving all the books at jack and right. nothing is taking or you know, if he falls and bonks his head or something. Yeah, and he hurts himself. Yeah, take yeah. him in then the back until he calms back. down. Yeah. But um, after, I like, I'm pretty confident in saying that after about a year of struggle with Jack, he's almost to the point of lasting through a whole mass without yeah. having to go in the back at yeah. all. Now, like, now that he's potty trained, he wants to use the the, the, yeah. ba- the bathroom, like, twice during mass, which is fine because he actually goes, so it's like, whatever. Yeah. Um, But yeah, he's... He is pretty content. Like pretty he, content. he understands to stay in the pew and to mm-hmm. entertain himself for yeah. the first little bit, and then we we give him toys to play with at the beginning of mass, and then at consecration we make sure that he's facing the altar and paying attention to what's yeah. going on there, and that is where beauty happens. <laughs> I'm serious. He asks questions. Yeah. We want. We need to talk about that later. Yeah. We can do that later. Okay. <laughs> That's fine. But no. So and I think there's um something to be said with and holly i mentioned this before and i mentioned this is something i really appreciate about holly is that there's something to be said for the whole family being there you know you're there as a, a unit as a domestic church so if you are dropping the kids off somewhere else you know you're not your family's not there at mass with you mm-hmm. and i think we kind of think intellectually like oh what are we learning from this what are we hearing but like i think there's something to be said for just being present for the celebration of the Eucharist, mm-hmm. no matter, and you could say, oh, well, kids don't understand what's going on. Like, yeah, adults don't understand what's going on either, but like they're there for that celebration. Right. And they like, we, you can't forget that there's something supernatural in this and that there's the grace of God working in this, you know? Mm-hmm. So just being present for that does something. It's not frivolous, you know? Right. Definitely. But I, I will, I will say that it is a challenge you know, like, right. 
I can't pay as much attention to mass as I used to before we had kids or when Jack was small and could sit in his car seat. Mm-hmm. Like I maybe some, some days I don't hear the homily cause he has to pee right before the homily and my time we get out, it's over or he's, you know, I can't, he's doing something. I can't hear the readings, that mm-hmm. kind of thing. So like, yeah, there's sometimes where I maybe only have like five minutes to really focus on the mass and it is difficult and it does kind of change. Um, I won't say it changes your spirituality, but it changes your mass experience, mm-hmm. definitely. definitely. And yes. it requires a bit of an a, a, adjustment. I think one thing that, one good thing that comes out of it is that <clears throat> we have to fight a lot of, like in our culture, that, you know, Sunday is mass day, but then the rest of the week you're just Joe Schmo. Right. So by kind of, like, partaking in mass, but not getting, like, all your fulfillment out of it, mm-hmm. all your, like, being challenged by the homily or being prayerful or um, that not being fulfilled. Like you have to seek that in other places right. too. Um, it makes you kind of like spread it out across the week. Right. I was just, I read an article um, that was like five spiritual tips or spiritual tips from a mom of nine or mom of five or a mom of a lot of kids. <laughs> um, and one of them was for her to go to daily mass uh, alone. Mm-hmm. So that she could really sit and pray and have that time to herself. And so I thought that's kind of cool that that, yeah. that opens that door. Because mm-hmm. yeah. also, and I've always thought this, especially when there's like liturgy debates, mm-hmm. that like, it's almost like the liturgy should be like pretty cut and dry, like standard, like here's how this is. And then the rest of the week you can do your personalized stuff, yeah. you know, like yeah. Why if Sunday? you're, if you're living out your faith every day of the week, then on Sunday you kind of do what's prescribed, you mm-hmm. know? Does that make sense? If you're doing it outside of the liturgy, then... Because I think that's what the kind of reasoning behind, like, trying to make it more accessible and, like, oh, we want people to, like... It's as if this is the only thing people are coming to. Like, oh, we need to reach more people right, through the right. Mass because mm-hmm. that's all we have. Whereas, like, no, we have We have everything so else. much we more. Have, yeah. We have so much more. Not that, you know, the Mass is the kind of the source and summit of Christian life, but... It needs to just stay the mass. Right. It shouldn't mess with it. The fact that it's the source and summit implies a going out and coming back in. Mm-hmm. Um, I was going to say something else about the benefits of having... Oh, that having kids in within the church through all of mass with us is also a great witness to family. Mm-hmm. To I remember as I was joining the church um, and then as a parishioner before we had kids, seeing other kids during mass gave me life. Mm-hmm. Like, I loved seeing other kids, and it was a beautiful witness for me to see parents loving their kids really well. And, like, um, I think that's really unique to the Catholic Church, that we uh, are just so loving of children. Mm -hmm. That children really are, like, these wonders. And I just used to love sitting in Mass and just watching the kids. And they, like, make those funny faces at you and, like, you know, or they're mm-hmm. babies and they just keep eye contact for way too long. <laughs> but um, I used to just sit and be with them. And that yeah. was, like, prayer yeah. for me. And so to be able to be a witness to that to others, I think it's a really great opportunity. Mm-hmm. And it's just, like, it reminds you, like, you're not the only ones in it. Like, when the people in front of you with their five kids are sitting and they, like, they all made it. They all have shoes mm-hmm. on. They all... The boys are wearing suits. It's like, <laughs> yeah, like you're not, um, you're not in this alone. And they're like, it's doable. Like, right. yeah, it's not, 
impossible. And I think if I were to walk into mass and I didn't see any children, or I only saw really young infants, mm-hmm. like if all the old enough kids were in nursery school or right. Sunday school or whatever, I feel like the life would be sucked out of it. Yeah. You, you know? You know what I kind of wish sometimes? What? Is that like pews are kind of like a more recent thing yeah. in churches. I would love like just a church with no pews. Because then the kids just like move around and like do what they need to do. So we would stand the whole time? Yeah. Oh, you were, okay. you're one of these people pushing pews on everyone. <laughs> oh, gosh. You know where I thought you were going with that? What? That they should have gates on the end no, of pews. <laughs> they should be more restrictive. Uh, um. No, but that, like, because that's why, like, at the cathedral here in Philadelphia, there's a lot of, like, side chapels. Yeah. And it's great, because then, like, Jack, we can, like, walk up and down and look at those. Like, you're still there at Mass, but, mm-hmm. like, he's a little boy. He likes to move, and there's space to move. Right. Whereas if he has to sit in a pew, it's more restrictive. I also love um, being in the church with Jack. Okay. We have Blaze, too, but he's so little. He just kind of hangs out. <laughs> he doesn't understand it. So I only talk about Jack with this. But, like... We can, well, I guess, please, I do it with them, too. But I, like, point at things and mm-hmm. say, like, can you find Mary in that picture? Right. What color is she wearing? Yeah. Or um, what do you, you see a crown over there? And do you see St. Joseph holding Jesus? And, like, you mm-hmm. have, you can talk to the things that surround you and that, like, teach him. Mm-hmm. You know? And then he also can get caught without us by, like, just looking at. Yeah. The sculptures and the paintings. and mm-hmm. He really likes the Stations of the Cross. Oh, he, why Jesus fall down? Yeah. <laughs> why I they think, take his clothes? Yeah, he's really interested in them taking his clothes. And I think he asked uh, why why Jesus get crushed by the cross. Because it was like where crushed. he falls the first time. <laughs> crushed. I can just see him doing <laughs> yeah, his yeah. hand motion too for crushed. <laughs> oh, man. But, but yeah, there's, yeah, visually there's stuff there for them. Right, and there's it's just like a wealth of Jesus around you, and so I just I want to expose him to as much of it as we can. Mm-hmm. Especially, you were saying um, earlier today that like for adults to under to like okay, I'm gonna get there. You're getting okay. ahead of me. You're okay. jumping ahead. I know. I'm sorry. You're too busy rocking and rolling. We I know. Come down. on, I'm proving. Um, before you get there, I want to say another um, kind of reasoning for why like to have kids kind of separate is that kids don't get it like Mm -hmm. they don't understand what's going on so like oh well they're not going to understand a reading from isaiah and from second corinthians corinthians um so let's just go have them make um a paper boat or something you know like let's do something that they can understand and i like i understand that and i get it and maybe you know when jack's a little older i'll sympathize more but like i just don't think it because it's I just don't think it's when you think when you like take it to its like logical conclusion. It's like we're well, going to kick everyone out who doesn't understand what's going on at mass. Yeah. Like we're not all biblical scholars. We're not all like liturgical scholars. We don't understand everything that's going on at mass. And I think that a a really um, <clears throat> common I don't know a common solution to that problem that like kids don't understand is to teach them the Old Testament stories because mm-hmm. those are easier to understand. Yeah, there's animals and exactly and I legit. Couldn't figure out the difference between uh, Jonah and the whale and C- Pinocchio. Because there's up. whales. Yeah. Because there's whales and there are people inside whales. <laughs> That's... And it took me, like, I, it wasn't until, like, my college years that Holly I Holly used to the pray difference. to St. Pinocchio for a while. <laughs> it was really weird. <laughs> but it's, they become stories and yeah. fables and, um. Mm-hmm. It's just like, you know, 
Red Riding Hood and then um, exactly. Noah's Ark. There's like stories that are mixed together. Right. Yeah. And so it becomes very much like story time instead of learning about like Jesus and what he did. And I just know from personal experience that Jack does latch on, like understand more than we think. Yeah, I think like we went the opposite route and taught him like about the crucifixion first <laughs> before like Noah's Ark and the garden. I mean, he likes if there's ever like uh, an image of Mary like stepping on the head of a snake. He's oh, like, he loves oh, it. Oh, where's yeah. the snake? She can crush him. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, like making it kind of like a silly story. And, like, again, I get it. I get it. I get the impulse that, like, here's something that'll interest them and keep their interest. But, like, I don't think we need to dumb down things um, for kids. Because if we have to do it for them, why not do it for all the adults who don't understand it? Well, and also... That's, that's kind of what has happened oh, in some ways. Ooh. Oh, getting Holly harsh. throwing darts. <laughs> just, just put that out there. We can move on. <laughs> just put that out there. Um, but... And I was thinking about this earlier today, like, we can teach Jack that the Eucharist is Jesus. Him, like, him knowing that is no different from adult knowing that, you know? Like, Mm -hmm. adults could have more, (coughs) could have more, like, a nuanced understanding and understand the theology and implications of that. But if you, like, fact of the matter, like, if he knows it's Jesus, he knows as much as I do, you know? Mm -hmm. And, I mean, Christ says all the time, like, be like the children. Mm -hmm. And, like, I wish I had an understanding of Christ that Jack has. Yeah. You know? And um, for him to understand, I think that what I was going to say earlier, is it okay if I allow it? Yeah, yeah. I'll allow it. <laughs> Continue. Um, to talk about the Eucharist and say that this, sorry, mm-hmm. I think I was going to have you talk about this on the podcast before, so I hope that you didn't already. Okay. But one time um, we were in mass and Jack said like something like, why Jesus bread or something some question about it and you said so jesus is the bread that's confusing but that's okay jesus is the bread and i later was like don't don't tell him that that's she, chast- she made me sit in the chastisement chair and she told me everything i did wrong no moving on <laughs> i just said don't say that's confusing because it's not confusing to him and it doesn't mm-hmm. have to be a confusing concept to him right until you tell him that it's confusing okay so- <laughs> i get it i was wrong but I think that's like a lot of the mentality is that um, we kind of put our own struggles onto our kids where it's like they are a blank, like open canvas, not yeah. blank because they are formed by God. Right. But and they can recognize him, but that they are so much more open and don't have so many walls built up right. like we do. And yeah, they, they, they don't see it through that um, critical lens exactly. that we do. And so Jack can probably understand that Jesus is bred up on that altar way better than I can. Yeah. Um, you can kind of, I think we talked about that in the imagination podcast a little yeah, bit. That's why I was afraid that I might've already that's mentioned okay. it, but I think it's, it's appropriate. Here. <laughs> <laughs> so you disagree is kind of wrong. <laughs> uh, but another, but, oh, go wait, on. Go on. No, 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 go on. <laughs> um, the other day we were listening to, can I just tell the Lauren Daigle yeah. story? We were listening to, oh, my parents got us an Echo for Christmas. Mm-hmm. Um, an Amazon Echo. Where we talked, we talked to Alexa. Yeah. And so we were playing. It's what? a, it's a, if you have never heard of it, it's like a voice activated radio and it does other things. Oh my gosh. If you resume, if you've been living under a rock, <laughs> 
Sorry to anyone who didn't know. (laughs) I'm just out to offend everyone tonight. No, I'm just in a really jerky mood. I'm sorry. (laughs) Anyway. All you um, non-idiots out there who know what Echo is. Okay, on the Echo, we were listening to Lauren Daigle. And she has this song. um, We've been listening to her on K-Love a lot. Mm -hmm. And Jack likes her. And so then I wanted to listen to more. And it's nice to have uplifting music in the house. (laughs) Anyway, Dana's <laughs> laughing at me. But Well, like, you want to start you on another rant to start talking about the testimonials on Caleb. Oh, my gosh. Don't, don't get me don't. started. <laughs> anyway. Um, so we're listening to Lauren Daigle, and she talks about breaking chains. Mm-hmm. She says, you break my chains. And Jack's really interested in breaking things right now and ripping things and crushing things, <laughs> as we've mentioned. And so he says, why break chains? And I say, because Jesus breaks our chains. And he looks at me and has his hands out and goes, he break them like this. It makes like a ripping motion. <laughs> it makes a ripping motion. And I'm like, oh, not real change. So like, and I have to go into, um, I said like, pretend chains. Like some, we want to, sometimes we do things that make us not be very close to God. And those things are keeping us from being close to God. So it's like a chain is keeping us away. But what Jesus does is he has died to set us free and he breaks those chains so that we are able to be friends with God. And that's what he wants. And so, of course, that that opens up a lot of questions <laughs> for him. And they still keep revolving around why break chains, mm-hmm. why chains breaking. But he's underst- like he's getting the foundation have I talked about this already? I don't think so. Okay. He's getting the foundation for understanding salvation. Mm-hmm. Um, and that, to me, that conversation that we had was like, it was like a prayer for me because I got to explore this topic as a two-and-a-half-year-old, you know, and mm-hmm. kind of look at it in a different way for myself. And so that happens within Mass. He asks us questions like, why Jesus die? Mm-hmm. Why Jesus on the cross? And he's taking those things from his mass experience and bringing them home and asking us questions about them at home, too. Because one day he woke up from a nap, and him and I just sat down in the kitchen and had this little heart-to-heart because he kept asking about why Jesus fall down and why Jesus, why they take his clothes and <laughs> why did he die. And it's because he sees those in the uh, stations of the cross, mm-hmm. and he wants to know more about them. Yeah. And it's because we have him in the church with us in mass that he's asking those questions it also kind of does double duty like if i'm ex- like i found myself explaining a lot more what's going on with mass mm-hmm. and it gets his attention more mm-hmm. like i was telling him today about oh like things like he likes when the priest kisses kisses the altar going mm-hmm. up and so i tell him why and um he likes the the incense and the smoke ball the smoke ball and i was telling him like watch like they do it to all the important things they do the gifts and to the servers and to the priest and to the um people there and then today after mass i was he was watching the priest um clean the vessels after celebrating after communion and i was telling him that he has to get them all very clean because um jesus was in there and we don't want any of the bread that's jesus to be in the cups because then it would stay in the cups and it wouldn't be clean and we because it we want to show jesus love and respect so we make sure that um it's all clean and then any leftover we put in the tabernacle so we can come to visit jesus and it's just like i'm teaching him but also reteaching myself Mm -hmm. and there's just like there's been so much more of that since having jack and since he's been like old enough to ask questions we're We're like knee deep in um asking questions yeah a lot of whys 
Um, but it's like I could listen to all the great homilies I wanted to, but maybe would never have like thought about this one moment of the mass, you know, or haven't thought about that moment recently and what that means and why we do this. Right. Um, so it kind of like your child will become interested in the mass if you like help him mm-hmm. or her. Um, and also you, you'll be interested in these parts that you think are kind of mundane, but like for him, it's like, why would, why is that happening? Why like, would I think do it's that? really cool. So we've been going to the nine thirty uh, at our parish, which is the Latin extraordinary form. And in it, I think it's only in the extraordinary form. He like changes his vestments yeah. mm-hmm. After at the, the beginning of each one. Wait, for a, for a sung mass or high mass, they do the like um, asparagus may or asparagus may. I don't pronounce it, which is like they do it in the ordinary form, like during Easter, where the like priest will like walk down the aisle and sprinkle them with holy mm-hmm. water. In the extraordinary form, you, they do that before mass, and since it's before the mass, the priest isn't wearing his chasuble; he's wearing a cope, and then he changes mm-hmm. into the chasuble before mass proper starts. Yeah, and so Jack was asking why he was getting <clears throat> changed in mm-hmm. the middle of mass. <laughs> And Jack loves the splashing. Yeah, he likes the splashing. And he does it with all of his things at mm-hmm. home. <laughs> um, but he was asking you about that, and, like, I didn't really know why mm-hmm. uh, they changed their vestments right then. Yeah. Um, so it was nice for, like, me to learn that, mm-hmm. too. And those are points that would have just, like, flown by, and I wouldn't have even noticed them. Wouldn't right. have thought twice about them, mm-hmm. but to see them from his view. And the thing is, like, it has been, as I said, like a year, year and a half for us to get to this point. Yeah. But it's in showing him in that year and a half that this is a place of reverence. This is a place of quiet and um, respect and love. That was another really big thing I learned from the Pop Jack book. Um, might have been Parenting with Grace or it might have been Then Comes Baby. I can't remember. But that um, you can, with like disciplining at Mass... Like, you always want to associate this area with love, so you never, like, mm-hmm. try really hard try not it. to get really frustrated or to, um, like, take them in the back and, you know, yell at them. Mm-hmm. Um, but to, you know, keep it as a loving, embracing uh, atmosphere as much as possible. Um, yeah. End of sentence. <laughs> <laughs> You just do that more often, then I know you're finished. Um, yes, I agree. <laughs> that was the end of your sentence. Yeah, but yeah, the mass is a is a a place of love. You mm-hmm. know, it shows us God's love for us, and it's an opportunity for us to offer our love to the Lord. I remember where I was going. Oh, okay, good. <laughs> Cancel that end of sentence. So over those that year and year and a half of, um, you know, powering through but trying to create this atmosphere of love, uh, we have been, like, you know, laying the foundation over and over and over again for him to just get deeper and deeper and deeper into his understanding of Mass. Mm-hmm. So right now we're, like, actually seeing the fruits of that right. year and a half of just getting him to sit and see yeah. Mass. But even during that time, we were still – he still loves the splashing. He um, – and loved looking at all of the visual mm-hmm. things. That's the, that's the nice thing about the Catholic Church, too, is that we it's have a, so many things yeah. to look at. It's, it's a nice thing about the extraordinary form, too, yeah. is there's a lot a lot of kneeling, and mm-hmm. there's a lot a lot more moving and shaking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and there's a lot more, I don't know, like physical pointing toward Jesus. Yeah. 
which is nice. And for toddlers, like, it's a great sensory experience. Mm-hmm. And the like, regular mask definitely is, too. Right. But even, like, um, in the extra, well, I used to do it in the ordinary form, but in the extraordinary form, it's, I think it's, like, specifically prescribed that when the priest does the elevation and lifts up the Eucharist, the um, altar server, like, lifts up the back oh, of yeah, his Jack's chasuble. really interested yeah, in Jack's that right now. Yeah, Jack's interested in that, and it's, like... I don't think I've said this to him yet, but it's an opportunity to talk about how the the altar server is is helping Father. He's up there to assist Father in celebrating the Mass. I told him that last week. Oh, nice. Mm-hmm. So done. Mm-hmm. Check. <laughs> but also that, like, I don't know, from that you could talk about, like... Being a servant of God. A servant of God and sort of, like, uh, the weight of the Eucharist, you know, like, in a, mm. in a metaphysical sense. You know, cool. like... Yeah, like, Father could lift that up, but he has help, you know? Hmm. So there are a lot of things like that. And there's, yeah, in the ordinary form, too, there's a lot of these things, too. But, um, yeah, there's a lot of points where there's things we've seen so often, we forget how kind of strange they can be. So Mm -hmm. when a a little kid sees it, and they're like, oh, why did we do this? It's like, oh, well, here's why. And you Mm -hmm. kind of reteach yourself. And, like, one thing that I was thinking about today, just as, like, a little critique... Of um, this morning's mass was. Oh, Holly has a little critique of it now. (laughs) I'm trying to be a little gentler with my words. Um, Was that they had, I don't know, like nine girls, like a choir Mm -hmm. in the front with a guy playing the piano. Mm -hmm. Way too jauntily for my taste. I'm just going to be real. With like an untucked polo shirt and some like black jeans. Just saying. Just. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Moving on. but they were, like, the girls are middle school girls. You can't really blame them, but they're, like, fidgeting with their hair, and mm. they're, like, giggling with each other, and, like, just being real whoosie what's it with Yeah, it. totally. <laughs> <laughs> That's not a thing you just made up. <laughs> it was appropriate for what they were doing. Yeah. And they are, like, six feet from the altar. Mm-hmm. Like, come on. And I think, sure, it's. If you want to have a children's mass, and if you want to have the kids, like, leading the so- like the songs, I think that's encourageable i think it's okay but maybe at the very least have them instead of facing the crowd face the altar Mm -hmm. and then i would prefer if they were in the back of the church up in the choir loft yeah so the focus is not on how's my daughter doing up there or Mm -hmm. how is so-and-so's daughter doing up there she's not paying attention she's a totally unholy child look how unholy (laughs) she is she's up in the back and the folk and they are singing to the lord and you are singing to the lord with their help so I think that, like, just reevaluating some things, like, mm-hmm. the intentions are there, but the delivery is a little lost. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah. That's, this, that's it for this week on Catholic snobbery. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, well, you did it, too. I do. I'm nicer mean. about it. I'm just, I reference. I'm just, I cite, I cite uh, sources. I'm just so off the cuff. Uh-huh, totally. Just, like, racking and rolling. I know. Uh, but really, bring your kids to mass. It's it's good for them and it's good for you. It really, <laughs> really is, though. You know, it's we we can't forget that this that the liturgy is um, a gift of the church and a gift of God. Like mm-hmm. the celebration of the Eucharist is a gift given to us by God, and that like naturally we would bring our families to this. You know, mm-hmm. so we you can't forget that there's a supernatural element to this, and that there's a an end that this is working toward. So like, it's not, I'm not surprised that there's all these benefits to having your kids at mass, you know? Right. It's not. I just feel like 
when you have kids at mass, only good things come from it. If you're thinking of like big picture, eternal thoughts, Mm -hmm. I feel like just only like life can come from this. And if you think of the the latter (laughs) 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 or the other option, Mm -hmm. um, I just don't think that it, if you like follow the logic, I just don't think that leads straight to God. Yeah. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Um, and I get a little fired up about the subject. Ugh. I don't think anyone could tell. I think you were really cool and calm and collected <laughs> about it. <laughs> I'm sorry, but I I just think that it represents a contraceptive mentality mm-hmm. as well. Right. So um, out of sight, out of mind, kind of a thing. Right. And not in not in openness. And yeah, Pope Francis says like bring your kids to mass feed your babies at mass like, i breastfeed jack or nope <laughs> nope no, don't do that <laughs> i breastfeed plays during mass all the stinking time and it's uh, just like this is i don't know it's like this is life this isn't you know, and we're is, bringing it, is, it all to the table right, we're here yeah. this is us this is us mm-hmm. I th- and i think that's so beautiful i'm I'm excited to do it every Sunday. Oh, good. We'll see how Jack, excited you are. Jack, like, every Sunday says, is it pancake morning? Which, um, Saturday morning is pancake morning. And so we have to say, no. And I try to phrase it, we get to go see Jesus, not mm-hmm. we have to go to church. Right. We get to see Jesus today. What a wonderful thing that we get to experience all together as a family. That's true. There you go. That's how we're living. Boom. Um, we would love to hear feedback. <laughs> I'm just, if I offended you, I'm really sorry. I just am a loudmouth and I can't keep it quiet. There you go. <laughs> Couldn't have said it better myself. <laughs> um, but I, I really do apologize if I offended anybody. Um, if you would like a formal apology, <laughs> send me an email um, at halfwaysaintspodcast at gmail.com. You can follow us on Twitter at halfway underscore saints and like us on Facebook. And if you feel so inclined, uh, rate us on iTunes. Yep. That help. It helps us uh, be seen by other people on iTunes when they search for awesome Catholic podcast. <laughs> <laughs> that won't berate you. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, but please um, keep us in your prayers. We will be praying for all of you. And we will see you next time. All right. Bye, everybody. Bye, everyone. Bye.